friends, my name is Dave Miller. And my name is Nas Spain, and we are your fuck buddies. Clink. Uh, I'm, I don't, I'm going to disagree with you. I, I'm in a call with Cheese Captain Omega. No comment. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm Cheese Captain Omega. Uh, many Cheese Captains died tonight, and no one who's listening is going to understand that. Nope, not a single person. Oh, hey, um, in celebration of um, the world the people who becoming got a, a got a joke. Sorry. Well, no, not really. Okay. Um, our our podcast or my podcast heroes, the McElroy, celebrating their their 500th episode. Mm-hmm. Another 500th, their 10 year episode. Yeah. You ready for this? Oh, you motherfucker. Crip it and rip it, baby. Mm, crack that hog. Ah, you know what's funny? Yeah. I felt that's the most, you know, pointed tribute I I could do, and the one they would probably appreciate the most. I was legitimately going to do that, and was like, nah. I feel like we're already an advice show that like tries to be funny. I don't want to like crimp on their, you know, infringe on them a little bit too much. So I, I think it's fine if it's a tribute. Well, okay, I'm going to Yahoo Answers for our first question. <laughs> Uh, speaking of first questions, should we get into it? Wait, no, Wait, we're doing no, a thing. We're okay. introduced the podcast. Come on, uh, no. we are a dating sexified podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Which basically means that we either find questions off Reddit or listener questions, and we delve into them for your enjoyment, I guess, and information, hopefully. Yeah, and for your knowledge, um, especially because the world is a joke. <laughs> you've said that twice now is there something you want to talk about Vince McMahon is in charge of America <laughs> like, what the fuck guys him and Dana White like you're gonna have to like make someone tap you're gonna have to jump off the top rope to get your welfare check like I, yeah we're we're actually gonna have a Mortal Kombat like we're we're straight up heading to dystopian situations where like things are resolved in a in a fight like a cage fight I just don't, I don't know where, where, where does it stop? Like, what is the point that surprises me? Because honestly, I'm beginning to feel like there is no point anymore. You know, have you, you've seen the movie Idiocracy. I have not actually. And now I'm okay. too scared to watch it because it's just going to be like fact. Yeah. So like, I feel like once we pass the point of the Idiocracy jokes and, and let me tell you, we're getting there. No, we're getting real fucking close. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. The world is just bizarre. Like, just so fucking bizarre. Anyway, I hope everyone's doing all right. I hope you're doing well. Hey, in, in better news, I made a really fuck, fucking... Man, can't do a worse job, I guess. I mean, he he kept wrestling going for as yeah. long as he has. I mean, Which like, people probably still... probably a miracle. Hey, you know what's even more of a miracle, Dane? He got WWE uh, considered an essential service. Uh, so he's doing all right. <laughs> he's doing okay. Also, he paid someone to give Donald Trump a Stone Cold Stunner. I'm pretty sure. Hey, pretty if, sure. If, hey, if he does that again, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, oh my god! I don't know how I would handle if Stone Cold just like in the middle of a fucking Trump press conference and he's just like China, and fucking just Stone Cold comes in, stunners him, and then just like. Just Are chugs, China. 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 Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. If that was going to happen, not even regularly, but but enough times, I, I might be down for four more years. If someone said that if he got elected at one point, even just once, <laughs> if he was reelected in 2020, just at one point during his four-year term, Stone Cold was going to come out and stunner him. But like a, a real one, not, not a fake one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He straight up gets stunnered. Uh, Sorry, I, I don't know I why have... I bothered saying that because wrestling is obviously real. One hundred percent. Well, I mean, some of it's fake, but Whoa. to get a, to get a Stone Cold Stunner is real. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold's actually just a fighter. Everyone else is a wrestler. They're really talented. He's just a he's very mean. He's just why do you think people. they kept trying to fucking paralyze him? They were <laughs> like, we have to put this man out. Why do you think they call him Stone Cold? Because it's just factual. He, he's a mean boy. <laughs> yeah. All right, we should probably get to the fucking question. <laughs> Yeah, especially because we introduced the podcast as something and then proceeded to do... <laughs> talk about... Just, uh, really, we just talked about wrestling. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'm going to go first. Right? Yeah, you go first. This is by Throw R.A. Help, please. Uh, this is... Uh, I heard my roommate moan my name. Yes, I know this mm-hmm. may sound like a total porn video plot, but I promise it's real. I wish it wasn't. I'm a female, 20. 
Moved out for college, found a nice apartment near school with two other rooms. Low pricey, but I was antsy to leave home, so I just worked hard along with my school work. I met my roommate when he, male 23-year-old, and I met up to talk about the apartment. He showed me around it. What would be my room if I decided to move in? He told me that the landlord wasn't bad at all. He's a cool guy, very nice, and not bad looking, but because I was there for school and that was my focus, and since he's my roommate, I never considered him in a way other than friends. Anyway, whole virus thing had us locked down. We can only go out for essentials or work, and his job deemed him non-essential, so he's been home a lot. I got home from work yesterday, and I guess he didn't hear me because I hear him masturbating in his room, thin walls. I was surprised he didn't stop when I walked in, but I just tried to ignore it and stood in the kitchen on my phone for a few seconds until I heard him moan out my name. I froze. I was not sure if I should laugh or cry. I opted for laughing, but I couldn't keep it too quiet, so I walked out and laughed in the hallway far away from our door. Then I calmed down, walked back in extra loudly, and I guess it worked because he came out of his room a few seconds later and said, hey, did you just get home? I lied and said yes. Slowly sank in through the night what he was doing. As we were sitting there in the living room on our phones, I couldn't stop looking at him. Things felt awkward. Not sure what to do. Should I ask or should I ignore it? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? (laughs) Oh, man. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. This is... I mean, this is either a really cool, great time situation or the worst. Yeah, this is either the literal best or worst time for your roommate and you to have this scenario. Yeah, because it's like neither of you are getting laid any other way. I hope. And and you admitted that he was attractive. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously, he finds you attractive. Um. Now, here's the thing. Do you think he heard her come in the first time Ooh. and this was his power move? Because, like, let's be real. Who who says names when they're jerking off? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. That that was going to be one of my points. Uh, no one? I don't say a goddamn thing to myself when I'm jerking up. I'm not like, oh, yeah, harder, baby. Oh, yeah, grip it and rip it. Um, no. <laughs> I do tell myself I'm doing a great job because I, you know, Well, yeah, love. positive reinforcement. But that's different, <laughs> right? Um, also, she does clarify she does not have a common name. Just okay. in case, you know. Right. So it's not like, oh, you know, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, that that's a good point. It could entirely be a power move. Like he he's gone, he's gotten desperate. Like the isolation has him just so in horny jail that he he needs to break out, and the only way to break out is this mad gambit, which is just wild. Maybe you know what? Maybe he was actually just calling her in. Maybe he's Maybe. like, hey, Sarah. Also, like, how loud does this guy jerk it? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, is he wearing headphones or like, could she hear the porn or has he got like a real squeaky chair slash bed slash like, what are you doing? Maybe he just, she just heard that like wet meat sound, you know? (laughs) But, okay, how about this? He is Skype sexing someone with her name. Well, if it's an uncommon name, what's the likelihood of that? Uh, Uncommon, clearly. But, (laughs) you know, that, that seems more likely. Uh, you know what? Yours might be it. You might have it. I think. I mean, what does it mean? Be, well, here's this is these what are the pieces mean? I'm playing with. I'm playing. With, I'm putting the puzzle together with those pieces. Saying what does it mean? I mean, it's pretty obvious what it fucking means. No. So I'm gonna go under the assumption that maybe she's not the best at picking up signals. <laughs> so maybe maybe he's tried throughout this quarantine to like kind of drop hints mm-hmm. and you know what I mean and try to like suggest a, a sexy time activity between the two of them it's like damn it'd be great if i could go out and put my dick in something but like i can't i can only stay I home and i guess there was something here in something and then just stare <laughs> yeah like d- did he walk out of the shower with just a towel on oh has he been showering the like yeah oh, every no. time and he's also like maybe it doesn't look like he showered even though you heard the shower but he's oiled and like he probably did about eight push-ups before he left the door and he's already is he working out in your room yeah oh wait does he invite you to the kitchen to do pull-ups <laughs> do some sweet pull-ups yeah um that's it's like maybe maybe she's just not and maybe this was his like he's like she's gotta get it now yeah maybe so that what it means is probably he thinks you a hottie yeah he he wants to bone down he probably wants to to make this a quarantangle wink <laughs> uh should you ask? That was one of the questions. I, I don't know. One, do you, you want to bone down? If you do, then yeah. Be like, hey, like, this is so crazy, but 
I could have sworn I heard you just jacking your meat and saying my name. If we're going to assume he, he was power moving her here, the only option is to respond with yeah. another power move. Return fire. You have hmm. to you have to squirt out his name on the on the hallway carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Get like a stencil, you know, like spray painters do and just fucking go to town. Well, here's OK. If you want to bone down, I think it would be really funny to do that. I think I mean, not squirt his name, <laughs> but like but like to masturbate and do so like, you know, have a vibrator on its highest setting mm-hmm. and moan his name. Just see what happens. I mean, like these, this is, you're in fantasy territory now. Yeah. That's the so thing. Like, you, you've entered a porn situation and you can only respond in porn ways. Yeah. Right. Um, hey, if he, if he gets weird doing in porn, get stuck in the fucking dishwasher or some <laughs> shit. Like, oh no, <laughs> that would suck, man. Dishwashers are really hot. Uh, don't turn it on. No, like then that's unrealistic. <laughs> no, I assume like it's not on, but like it's finished and you're leaning in to get the clean hot plates out. But then you're not stuck you're... in there. Not okay, if you're lazy, I guess, and you leave it alone. Do your laundry. <laughs> and I mean you're getting Oh no, I'm stuck in the lot. La- it's like, no, you're not. Probably Sarah, public laundry. There's so much room. Uh but yeah, that's it. You you need to respond in in porn in porn parody. And the thing is, if he gets weird. He's like, oh, did you just like scream my name? You could be like, yeah, I thought that's what we did now. If for some reason he seems worried about it. And you're like, boom, gotcha. And if he's like, oh my God, you understood my mating call because I'm apparently an alien. uh, Then you guys can just bone down. Yeah. I mean, you do also have to remember that like, unless you're moving directly after quarantine, you are going to have to live with this guy. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Also, quarantine isolation is hard enough anyway. So like to add this in, Maybe a terrible idea. It could be. Unless you guys, if you think you guys are mature enough to like set some parameters and be like, hey, this is a quarantine situation. We're, we're horny. We're going to fuck. Once the quarantine is over, we'll reevaluate. Yeah. Because I mean, like, hey, this could be this could be the start of a really cool thing if you guys are into it. Yeah. I had the thing with a roommate once and it was fine. Anyway, you just you got to know if you want to if you want to bone down. Sure, engage. If you don't, you should probably ignore it because if you don't want to bone down and you're just like, hey, heard you moan my name, he's either going to be like, oh yeah, you want to? And you're going to be like, no. Or he's going to be like, no, I didn't. And that's just going to be awkward. That's the thing. It's like, if... Or if he does it again, just, yeah, and burst into the door. <laughs> you called me? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, let the guy fucking moan. Let him have his fantasy. As long as he's not doing anything weird to you or, like, you know, stealing your underwear or creepy shit, like... If he's just jerking off to you, like in his own room, it, there's really no harm to it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like if he starts getting weird around the house and like you find him in your room and you find like your belongings in his room and shit like that. It's like, yeah, I guess then, then there's trouble. I guess that's the the thing. If you're not interested and if he is actually like gambiting towards this, then he's going to gambit again. And I doubt he's going to keep doing the same thing. So you're going to find him stuck in the dishwasher with his pants around his <laughs> ankle. Like, it's not what it looks like. You have to pull yeah. me out by my dick. You know, like I'm using your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So I guess unless that is the case and you aren't interested and he starts escalating, then you probably have to have a talk. I googled and it says suction is the only thing that gets me out. <laughs> Off, I mean out. <laughs> um, this comes from Reddit user throwaway with a bunch of numbers. I made myself laugh during sex and my fiance thinks I was laughing at her. Last night, uh, he's a 30-year-old male and he and she is a 30-year-old female. Last night, me and my fiance were having sex and she kept telling me harder. So I'd ramp it up a little each time. We eventually got to the point where I was literally fucking her as hard as I could while staying under control because at this point, if I pull out too far and miss, one of two things are going to happen. Either my dick gets snapped or I'm balls deep in her ass before she can flinch. Well, she said harder again and the stupid phrase, I'm giving her all she's got, Captain, popped into my (laughs) head and I started to laugh. And I'm not talking a chuckle or a giggle. It's a full on belly laugh. Oh, yeah. To the point I couldn't rein it in. She asked me what was so funny, and I told her what I was laughing about, and she didn't believe me. She pretty much said that I didn't think, or she pretty much said that she didn't think it was that funny, and feels like I'm just saying that to spare her feelings. I tried to explain to her that it really isn't that funny, and it just hit me right in the moment. I feel horrible that a stupid laughing fit made her feel bad about her body. I tell her all the time I'm attracted to her, and that I love her body. I know she's gained a little weight over the years, but I wouldn't even call her chubby. She looks fantastic. 
how can I go about fixing this situation? And they're engaged? They're engaged, yes. Man, if you are that insecure that your partner laughs during sex and you get upset at them, you shouldn't be engaged. I want to know, it's like, what, what would he be laughing at otherwise? Like, yeah. he, she's, he said that she feels bad about her body, but it's like, the fuck is he laughing at? Yeah, like, what does she think like, he's laughing at? Yeah, like, if you're like, you're not like fucking someone, like, man, that person is so ugly. Oh, I just like laugh. Like, oh, the girl I'm going to marry. So ugly. Lol. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? Doesn't make any I sense. I don't know what and like what it could be. The reason why it probably hit him so hard is because it's not funny. Because it just like it comes out of nowhere and you get it and then you laugh and then you're almost laughing at how like it's just a it's like a fucking self repeating cycle. Yeah, self perpetuating. You know what I mean. And um, it's like the the hardest the uh, hardest time it is to like not laugh at something is when you should when you when you're not supposed to. It's like. Have you ever, if I don't know how many people, if you work in film, there's a thing called room tone where you all sit quietly in a room and record like the ambient noise in case you ever need to use it. And let me tell you, everyone's just like cracking up. It's yeah. so hard to, to record room tone because it's all it takes is like the one look from someone. One of the yeah. actors does something and you're all just like, and then you guys do fucking 45 seconds of silence again. Yeah. hundred percent. I don't know. I feel like this is something that would actually make I think you should re- I don't know, look at your re- relationship and be sure because you guys should be comfortable around each other. Well, I think you really need to be like, hey, what did you think? Yeah. Like, what what did you think I was laughing at? But that's that's you know part I mean? of it, right? It's like you, you need to know, like, if you don't know why, then you aren't close enough to her to know that this deep down, like, self-conscious thing that she has. But if she's not close enough to you to realize that you wouldn't do that, like this, this disconnect does not speak well to a marriage in my opinion. Yeah. And it could be, it could be a new thing. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. could be a, a, a quarantine related, you know, the quarantine 15, maybe she feels extra sensitive. And okay, you why just didn't might anyone not... call it the COVID-19? Because that the COVID-15, that no, should be the COVID-19. I think it's a play on the freshman 15. Yeah. But this would be funnier because COVID nineteen, but it would be so it would be so confusing. <laughs> I got the like, COVID nineteen. Oh no! <laughs> exactly, it's a terrible idea. That's fair. I just think it'd be funnier. Also, let's be fair. We're all piling on more like nineteen than fifteen. Um, but yeah, it's like it might be it might be a new thing where she you don't really understand that she's dealing with it. Um, so I, that would be my first thing is be like, okay, you need to tell me what you think I was laughing at, mm-hmm. and then we need to talk about that yeah. because. Uh, and then, like you said, it's like, yeah, hopefully, if you're marrying someone, I hope that you realize that they would love you enough not to literally laugh at your body during sex. Yeah, that seems like wild. And hey, let me tell you, as men who who um, what's what's the word? Their their interest, they're they're, you know, they're focused on their self-interest. Laughing during sex means you're probably not going to get to have sex. So like. Why would you do like if, if it was actually like a malicious laugh? No dude would be like, haha, I'm gonna alienate the only person I get to have sex with for the rest yeah, of my life. I, it just it does not seem realistic. So I don't know. It, you need to sit her down, have a like a heart to heart, a real like, you know, lay it down, be like, look, it was just like she's been there, I'm sure. I'm sure there's been a point where like she laughed harder than she should have, or in a place that she shouldn't have, or whatever. Um, so she should understand it and just be like, look, what, obviously something is in your head. So what, like not, don't say the things are in her head, but I mean, she's obviously <laughs> got something on her mind. Um, and just be like, lay it down. Like, I want to know what's upsetting you and we can talk about it, but it was just a bizarre situation and it has nothing to do with you. Also laughing during sex should be a thing. Like it should be fun. I'm. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Is yeah. like I, the, the best sex is the ones where you can kind of like have a, almost like semi-casual conversation and like joke and shit while you're fucking each other it's like that's when you you're at the most relaxed and i'm gonna tell you you're gonna have the best sex when you're when you're relaxed and like super comfortable where like sex isn't sort of like a, oh i gotta do this and be sexy I gotta, it's yeah. like there's a time and a place for that of course mm-hmm. but like every now and then especially if you've been with a partner long enough it's like my my favorite sex sessions are are the ones where we just kind of like where it just kind of it all just happens 
Let's... And you're not worrying about like, you know, planning positions and yeah. like worrying about your face and worrying about this and worrying about you that. You're like... sad up and you've got like, you know, no, it's just there shouldn't be barriers. Yeah. And you should be comfortable enough with each other to to do this. So also, that's a fucking hilarious image. <laughs> I'd laugh my ass off at that. Yeah. Like I like you should guys should be in the in the situation where you should have been able to say that. <laughs> well, exactly. You know what I mean? Like I like I feel like a, a real healthy sexual relationship. Like you should have been able to crack that out, and you guys both laugh at it. Mm-hmm. And like then that to me call. is an ideal sexual relationship. Yeah. So this is by Walk and Roll twenty five. Yeah. My thirty year old male wife, twenty nine year old female, has started making me finish after lovemaking in the toilet. So back to <laughs> Okay. We've been together for five years and recently got married. Our sex life was for the most part completely normal. However, about a year ago, we financed a new bed. She started getting weird about lovemaking. She didn't want to get dirty since it was a very expensive and nice bed. She'd been wanting to get ever since she saw it on Facebook. Flash forward to the day, and every time I'm close to finishing, she immediately gets off me, tells me to go to the toilet where I finish myself off. I find this very unsatisfying, but when I bring it up to her, she says I'm being immature. This is extended to every way of my finishing, even if we aren't in the bedroom. How do I get her to realize it is not okay? Man, is this the, is this a bad week to say that we're sponsored by Casper? <laughs> uh, as a Casper sponsor, uh, yeah, 100%. You cannot touch that fine, fine, sweet mattress. I swear to God, if you come on your Casper mattress... <laughs> we will find you, and we will turn you into Casper, the ghost. Ghosts, will, ghosts literally will come out and haunt you forever. Mm-hmm. There come ghosts. They will haunt your dick. <laughs> the ghost of your unseated children will come out oh, and haunt you. Oh, God. Uh, no, I wish we were sponsored by anybody, but... Hey we Casper, that's just a taste. That's just a that's oh. just a taste of the of the advertising we could do for you. So hit us. a little sousson of what we can <laughs> pump out. <laughs> literally, wink, uh, but not on your sweet sweet mattresses. <laughs> oh man, this is this is like akin to like a like an unconsensual or non consensual um, like orgasm orga- like orgasm denial or like uh orgasm ruining fetish that like neither partner is aware of yeah i I mean like unless she's real good at hiding it like unless this is this is her thing and she loves it yeah that's the Um, thing does she get off on just like commanding you to do things because if so you should probably talk about this and like explore it in that way that'll be healthy for both of you because clearly you're not enjoying it so it doesn't even matter if she's into it because that's kind of balls yeah yeah there's like orgasm ruining and uh deprivation and that kind of stuff like the 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 person who's getting the the orgasm ruined tends to enjoy that you know what i mean like that like that's part of their fetish as well yeah um so it's like if you're just ruining orgasms like yeah then you're, you're just not, shit <laughs> you're just being a, you're just being a terrible person yeah uh i yeah how does he guys realize this isn't okay I mean, like, it always makes me so mad when I hear people be like, oh, they've they've accused me of being immature because mm-hmm. I don't like align directly with how they feel. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like, obviously, our, our first answer for everything is like, talk to them communication. Yeah. But like, obviously, he's he's had this conversation and it's been shut down. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I feel like sometimes people go to write it or go to this podcast or whatever to actually get kind of like the backup that they're not crazy that what they're into like what what they're asking for isn't unrealistic because i think sometimes yeah. you get gaslit so hard that you don't know you're like am i being unreasonable because like you know like last week we were talking about the female orgasm almost every question was like am i allowed to be upset that i don't come yeah. you know what i mean so firstly realize that you are not being immature like this is a very strange thing and like yeah if if her like if her reason is the bad then there are ways around that. You can get sheets, you can get ma- like mattress protectors, you can do all these things. On top of that, like I don't know about you, but most of the time the girl is the messier of of the two. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like how much is this man coming? Yeah, well, that's because, another thing. What if he just says like some dump truck loads, man? Hey, let me tell you, like you could like maybe wear a condom. Like yeah. condoms are an option. The whole point of them is to contain your your man fluids. Like that's a very very easy option. Uh, secondly, you can just put on like sheets or a mattress protector or something, or like you know 
fabric washer or you know like there are fucking things that are like sprays and it foams up and the spray also has a scrubber on it and you can do it and like there are things for like when pets like soil like couches and shit like you could there's a plethora of things out there that you could use to clean this mattress if there was an issue with it but all of these things aren't going to matter because she clearly doesn't give a fuck because it it happens even when you're not on the bed so yeah that that is your one way you have to be like what is this about can't say it's about the bed if it's not to do with the bed and you also can't say it's about the bed if there are all these things we could do to to safeguard the bed so also, let's talk about let me, like like semen isn't the only bodily fluid that our body produces like no. if you if you sleep on a bed and all you do is ever sleep on it it's you've gonna drooled, get gross you've because sweated. of the sweat you know what i mean like our body still sweats when we're sleeping mm-hmm. so like i promise you in a year from now that mattress is gonna be yellow and also and like even if you're not like even if you're not that sweaty it's like are you showering right before you go to bed every time and like not you know not doing anything between the shower and bed because even then you'll still sweat but other than that it's like if you're out there's just there's dirt there's dirt on things your feet there's gonna be dirt on your feet from the ground because ah it's just ridiculous yeah there's there's definitely something going on here and it seems like there might be like one of the big things i'm thinking of is like are you worried about getting pregnant like it seems like a pregnancy thing like maybe but even then it's what condoms yeah, and like also you you're allowed to pull out. You know what I mean? Like and, and I'm not saying like use pull out as a method, but like you can have a condom on and then and then when you're about to come, let them know and like then then there's no ejaculation you inside don't. you. That's that's overkill. But what I'm saying is like if if I know people who are like I I was I was sleeping with a woman who didn't want me to finish inside of her. Um and I was like Okay, that's fine. Like she was on the pill, I was using a condom, but it was her preference. I was like, that's, that's totally cool. And I was like, when I finish, what like if I'm going to work like you got to work with me, when I finish, just sort of like use your hand a little bit. Like I was like, you don't need to like go go crazy, but like yeah, I just the thing I is, need if, something there to to, you know, put me over the edge. But if that is the fear, uh he needs to know. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, well, absolutely. The like there's no point in just suggesting these things. Uh, no, no, no. Unless you know, like that could be a solution. And again, are, would you want to do that with your wife? Would you want to live a life where you could never like do that? Up to you. I personally would hate that. Um, but you need to know what the issue is before you can try to solve it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it clearly there, there definitely needs to be a issue. conversation. Yeah. So yeah, you're not being immature. It's a, it's a pretty extreme thing to say. And it's kind of shitty that she's just throwing your concerns away. Uh, well, here's in the thing. kind of a rude way as well. Maybe he is being immature. Maybe he's being like, but I want to come come inside your lady hole. Like oh, maybe that's that's true. Maybe that's like, maybe that's how he's bringing it up. That's the thing. Like if you just have dump truck loads and every time yeah you ask or ask her, you're like, but I want to do splurt in your cave. Then <laughs> I want to make you my Boston cream donut. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 dang. Uh-huh. What if his wife is the mattress? Holy fuck. Because <laughs> then, yeah, there's no way that... And what if he lives in a toilet? So every time he pulls out of the mattress, he's always finishing himself off in the toilet. Okay, this is... We gotta move on. We gotta move on. Holy shit, that actually caused irreparable brain damage. <laughs> uh, doctor, you gotta figure it out. Yeah, you need to find out what the real issue is, and I'm gonna guess that it's some sort of like sperm phobia or fear of pregnancy, or maybe there's a health issue that she's gotten diagnosed and is nervous to tell you about. I don't know, but there's something yeah, happening there's something here happening. that that is beyond the bed, or ooh, beyond the bed. I like it. Uh, or we just go to the top comment on this, which is next time she tries to have sex, hand her a dildo and tell her to go to the bathroom. Oh, got her. But I mean, like, then then you're being immature. Um, this comes from another throwaway account. We should start naming them. Adopting them, some might say. Yeah. Uh, this comes from a Reddit throwaway 314. And they say, my girlfriend, 22-year-old female, has never had a boyfriend before me, 21-year-old male. Or she wants to have a break to experience other people. 
We have been dating for the past three years, and when we first started, we just clicked. And it's been that way for three years, aside from some small, dumb arguments every so often. I've been in prior relationships, so to me, this is the perfect relationship, and I've never felt the way I do about her. Uh... And she said before that she feels the same way. But she tells me that sometimes she wishes she had dated other people besides me because she doesn't know what to compare us to. And she's brought this up a couple times before, but I never understood what she meant. Really, she's been making herself upset over the idea. And I asked her if she's thinking about this is taken away from her relationship. So he said yes, and that the thought has been even more present in her mind. She says she wants to have a fling or two, and then we can get back together because she truly loves me back. I'm just not a fling kind of guy, and I wasn't comfortable about the idea. But now that she's told me, I've been thinking we should break up. Because I feel like something like this uh, can really cause problems in a relationship later on. What should I do? Well, he's right. I mean, yes. Like, yeah. If you're not 100% like, hell yeah, let's go fuck other people. um, Then this is definitely going to cause problems. Because you're going to either say yes or no. Yes, you're going to be unhappy. No, she's going to be unhappy. Uh, Then she's either going to, I guess, break up with you or go do it anyway. Or stay in the relationship unhappily. Uh, it's just one of those things where clearly what, what age are they again? Uh, 22 and 21, I believe. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's fucking young. You're young. Just, I don't know. I it's see- tough when like someone who's like, who's had the experience and find someone is like, Oh, Hey, you're, you are my type. Like we've, we've done mm-hmm. it. And then someone who hasn't had the experience been like, cool, but I don't know what that's like. Cause yeah. this, I, I could just be really into you because and like not know that there is something better or like not even that better, but like, you know, something, something more, but like even, even just like the thought of, I guess, you know, growing up and dying and being like, yes, I fucked one dude ever, you know, like maybe that's the actual fear more than anything is like, she does really like this person. And it's kind of scary to imagine that one day she will die and she won't have any of these experiences because I'm sure she has friends out there who are, you know, doing whatever and some of those experiences are probably shit and some are probably good but like to her and i get it like we were all young once and i remember being in relationships and being like ah oh, shit like am i missing out am i not you know and if you're doing it right being taken and being single should both be incredible so it does you know you are kind of missing out i guess if you haven't ever done it yeah i mean like i look back at our our single days together with with lots of fond memories and oh, i'm yeah. very happy but like i'm also having done that been like cool i'm very very happy and very um lucky to be with someone like amanda um where i don't have those like I, i'm not longing for any of that yeah exactly because i've done it so we're both in a really good situation where we've been there done that and are somewhere incredible you know but this person hasn't been there or done that and i get it you know you're young and i feel like i don't know you gotta you gotta talk to her and be like firstly figure out what you want can you deal with that because i'm guessing the answer is no and if the answer is no then there's kind of no gray area you know yeah getting back together you're just gonna waste time and fight and whatever unless you know for a fact you're able to get over it i know a lot of people aren't like i've seen this happen before um so you need to either you get get your position clear and depending what it is be like also i guess clear like say either you you're not okay with it and then you can break up and you're you could stay together and that's it you know you you can't be you can't be straddling the fence on this one you can't be like well i'm not cool with it but i love you mm -hmm. so i want you to be happy because that's going to be a fuck like you're going to end up being where she would be if you said no you know what i mean like the resentment and the awkwardness because like if you're not cool with it it's just going to foster like all you're going to think about is like who did she fuck yeah is she like am i better than him or like blah 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 so it's like all that's gonna sort of like harden and crystallize inside you and like the things you're worried about her feeling later on is going to be you now yeah you're just going to trade in what you have for a shitty relationship yeah Um, and i do want to note um i'm worried that my opening and and what we've talked about here is like it's very much a reality where she could want these experiences and still very much love him 100 Um, 
and and I don't think that's an uncommon feeling uh, for, uh, for especially young people um, yeah, who like, are just sort of like experienced only one sexual relationship and one real committed relationship. That's the thing. Like, just because she's saying this, it isn't necessarily negative. And the fact that she's actually coming to you is pretty positive because she could just break up with you if she wants to fuck other people or cheat I mean? on you or cheat on you or like there's there's a number of ways. Um, and like it's it's pretty brave of her to come forward because it's not the easiest thing to say. Um, and I get it. Like, again, I've been there. I, you know, being single is great. Feeling you're missing out isn't. Um, but at the same time, I've also been in a position where like, if you're not happy with what you agree to is you're going to poison the well and the well is your entire relationship. Yep. So um, you got to be clear. And like, maybe if you guys break up and she goes and she does whatever and you go and you do whatever, and then you guys start talking, you can get back together and that will be a different thing because like, I think you'll feel better about it because there is that clean break and then you can like move on separately and then reconnect as opposed to like the weird kind of half connection, half not connection, feeling jealous and getting bitter. I don't know. Yeah. I or would say if on. you're going to do it, break up. Yeah. And, and don't, and don't have the caveat to be like, but we'll get together later. It's like, no, no, we're going to break up. And then, you know, maybe choose a time to revisit it, but it can't be like a couple weeks or a couple months. Yeah. Because that's because the time frame is so short that if she comes back, you know that she's fucked at least one or two people. And that's all you're going to think about. Yeah. So you need that time where you can sort of like, you could let your mind be like, okay, she's experienced. Like, you know, she's probably fucked someone, but you can also be like, she's experienced other things. And I've experienced other things. Cause if you're just sitting waiting at home for her to, to get, you know, the, the, the strange month dick, over with or whatever. Yeah, if she's just like, you know, fucking random dudes and you're just sort of like sitting at home waiting for her to come back, that's going to be, some, be bitter that's about such it, a probably. toxic fucking, yeah, setup. Yeah. Um, some things you can do is like you guys can look into or you can read um, uh, some some polyamory stuff and, mm -hmm. and understand how this works. It's not necessarily saying that you should be polyamorous, but at least understand that like help you get your head around the fact that she could still very much love you and yeah. still crave the, the attention and, and, you know, romance of another person. Because I think what a lot of people, especially someone so young, if they're, if they're not super uh, well-versed in all of this is think that like, Oh, she wants a random person over me. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and that's not the situation here at all. Um, because if that was the case, like you said, she wouldn't have brought it up. She would yeah. have just broken up with you. Um, she she clearly loves you and she's clearly mature enough to to express these feelings to you mm -hmm. um and obviously so, trusts you well enough to say something that does come across like hey i prefer other people than you you know what i mean like she's trusting you to understand that which i think is a pretty ballsy move um so yeah you need, fair you need play to, to her, match you that know? you need to match that level of trust and respect that she's mm -hmm. shown you by, yeah. by bringing this up which which by... doesn't mean you have to agree you know what i mean it doesn't mean you have to step into that thing but it does mean when you respond you should be equally mature and respectful exactly that yeah that's that was where i was going where it was like it's you have to you have to speak truthfully mm -hmm. you can't say what you think she's she wants you to hear or no. you can't say what you what you hope will be the best answer you no. have to like actually answer what you mean and if and if what you mean is i'm not okay with this we have to break up then that's you got to stick to that yeah and that like that is the only best answer is when you tell her the complete honest truth, because otherwise you're both getting something you don't want. Cause I don't think she wants something that you don't mean either. Yeah. Yeah. And like, don't be swayed. Cause like, I imagine if she does love you, most normal people would be like, okay, you know what? Never mind. I I'm fine. Yeah. Because like those feelings, like you being honest and being like, I'm not okay with this, isn't going to automatically quell these urges. All mm -hmm. it isn't going to like magically disappear. And be like, okay, you know what? Actually, poof, they're all gone. I'm good. Yeah. What this means, what you, what she's saying there is, okay, I'll be quiet. Yeah. So like again, maybe it's one of those things she's throwing out there with a hope, but she might be okay with it. I doubt it. Um, but you just got to talk it through, be honest, and maybe just break up. Yeah. It yeah. sucks, but or be okay with it. Maybe, maybe you think about it and you'll be down with the polyamory thing. I don't know. It can be done very well. I think it's tough if you're coming fresh to it, but you know, yeah. And you can like you can ease up to it. You know what I mean? You could, you can do things like um, go to sex clubs and, and with like maybe another adventurous couple, or you can 
you can start doing things like, you know, letting her masturbate to sex cams or stuff like that and watch her do that and like get comfortable with the idea that like she could be aroused by someone else in like sort of a, a more safe environment or an environment where you're involved as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just sort of like branch out that way and maybe talk to if you know anyone who's polyamorous or who has an open relationship that's you can reach out to them and be like hey how did you deal with jealousy yeah. hey how did you deal with this um because i mean like that's i i dated a girl who who was uh polyamorous and like everything that i learned about jealousy was from her more or less mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna go for this one because i feel like it, it might have more juice to it but also might just be a, a one and done uh okay. this is by natalie marie eight dreaming about an ex I'm doing great. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> I'm out there on the prowl for another potential suitor. And then bam, in my vulnerable state, my ex pops up in this realistic dream. And I wake up feeling a lot of things. I just needed to get this out to Hold someone. on. Hold on. I know. Right? It sounds exactly like it, right? Well, no, it doesn't because it's a little bit more lucid. Maybe this is her when she's awake, and the other ones is her when she types in her fever dream. She's got like a yeah, she's got like a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Yeah, uh, I just needed to get this out to somebody and maybe have a talk about it because all this flooding of emotions is overwhelming. Anyone else wake up feeling really weird when they have dreams of their exes, or is it just me? I mean, does she say what the dream is? No. <laughs> oh, you see, that, there you go. So like already not better betch because like better betch oh yeah she would have gone dreams deep deep detail and we, and we get the prophetic sort of you know mm-hmm. what does it mean i mean this is tough for me because one my last ex was seven years ago mm-hmm. so like i really don't have a whole lot of emotionally charged stimuli for any of my exes anymore yeah um Honestly, like i i don't really think i have had many dreams where like an ex has been in it and if i if it was it's not like i woke up being like oh i miss them or like oh i wake up i'm like oh, that's weird why were they there like yeah and i feel like the only reason you're having those feelings is because you're not over shit it doesn't matter about the dream yeah or like i mean nine times out of ten if i have a dream about a specific person it's probably because like they were the last instagram story i watched you know what i mean like before i went to bed and it's just like fresh in my psyche Mm-hmm. Like I had a dream the other day about um, one of the people I went to college with and like, I haven't talked to them in ages, but they, they, they were the last post I read before I went to bed. Yeah. It's like, let's well, think like let's your brain goes through the various things that happened to you in the day. They piece together a fucking clusterfuck and just throw it into your mind cinema. So you're probably just, I don't know. You just think about this person. You're not over them. So get the hell over them. Yeah. And don't, I don't know. It's get the hell over them. As, as signs or anything. Yeah. Like, don't think this is a, a thing being like, you're, you know, because like you could also like, I don't even necessarily think that they're not over them. Like people could be in your dreams for any number of reasons. Yeah. Other, other than, you know, like dreams aren't necessarily sort of like windows to like, what's actually going on they're literally just crazy synapses that fire and it's like yeah there are outside stimulus that can affect them but like it's just a fucking dream so i'm not saying because they dream of them they need to get over them i'm saying the fact they wake up feeling really weird and that the fact that they start off by saying i'm doing great (laughs) that means the two of those things in tandem means they are not over this person Like, that's a good point yes if you wake up feeling lots of things you feel really weird like that's the clear sign that you're not over them if they popped up Fair. in your dream and you didn't care this wouldn't be a post you yeah. know what i mean like that's what yeah. i'm th- it's like that's the clear indication there and it's like why are you not over them you know yeah now that yeah now that you've brought that up it's like yeah okay i, I I'm picking up what you're putting down in and the sense that, like you've, you've done everything you can to convince one, the, the, the reader and yourself. It's like, I'm doing great. I'm mm-hmm. already on the prowl. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that, but my ex. Yeah. It's like, it's, like, it's almost as if this is this like, Oh, I'm doing great. But then this outside thing just keeps coming and getting me. And like, Oh, it's like, no, there is no outside force. It's just you. And like, you don't have to feel these things about it. So like, I guess the reason is like, look at it and why you feel those things. Like, is it because of all this bullshit that's going on that you feel like vulnerable and like needy and lonely? And like the last time you were in a relationship was with your ex and like, you don't have sex and you don't have 
discomfort and shit and you're yearning for that and maybe your brain is so fixated on that that you're like kind of going back because that's understandable but it doesn't have anything to do with that yeah i mean exactly yeah maybe your brain is just like hey we need security and something that we uh something that we know you mm-hmm. know what i mean so something that is a uh, constant maybe um, like and we're horny and we we just we're gonna have sex with someone we've had sex with in our head and oh look it's your ex here he is is he the dick you can picture the most vividly because maybe that's just it yeah so yeah i i would say i'm gonna agree with you now and mm-hmm. just be like you need to do a quick internal reflection be like hey also, does it say what feeling she's feeling or just feelings? No, just feelings. Yeah. So it's like you need to sort of do a mental inventory and an emotional inventory. Be like, hey, what am I feeling? Is it anger? Is it longing? Do I miss them? Am I sad? Like, what am I feeling here? What what stirred when I woke up? And then try to and then like, you know, keep working down the chain to be like, OK, why did I feel that way? Yeah. OK, what made me feel that way? And like if you need to get your mind off it, maybe just like. Finger yourself and, you know, scream your roommate's name. Yeah. Or your exes. Like, maybe that's, maybe that's the release you need. Maybe just fucking go to the bathroom, rub one out over the toilet. What if her ex is her roommate and her roommate's the mattress and she lives in the toilet? No, I can't do this. Um, So this comes from uh, a user submitted question. Agent Tinka says, I'm not really one that dates. Huge fear of commitment slash rejection. Also, I'm always the friend. All my best friends are guys, so I'm comfortable around guys, but I'm more comfortable seeing myself as one of the guys. But we are all currently quarantined, so I signed up for Bumble and matched with someone. For the last month and a bit, we've talked almost every day. It's going well. The only problem besides quarantine preventing us meeting face-to-face is he seems to focus a lot on how I look. It's complimentary, sometimes too much so. I've started to like him, despite not meeting him in person yet, and I think he likes me too. I'm just worried that if, and when we meet, I don't think I could possibly live up to the ideal of me that he has in his head. So I'm just thinking, um, so I was just thinking of telling him that we shouldn't talk anymore. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Because, okay, imagine this, you meet up and you don't add up to his ideal, and he's like, oh, we shouldn't talk anymore. You're in the same position. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you're in a position if if you're single, you're in a position to line up as many post-covid dates as you want. Mm-hmm. Like you're not you're not being shitty to be like, you know, to be talking to a group of people. Like you can you could have all these dates if if you're getting matches, and even if you only have him, if you've only got the one match, that's fine too. But like this is one of the rare occurrences where you're not wasting time or rather we're all wasting time. You know what I mean? Like we're all just sitting around anyway. It's not like you're putting anything on hold for him. And also like, I don't know. I assume it's a fear of rejection or like the possibility of failure. That's kind of like holding you back or like that's getting in your head about it. But like the thing is, if you end things, you have been, you're rejecting yourself. You're like still like you're getting to that worst case scenario already. You know what I mean? Like you're not doing yourself any favors by not giving it a chance. Also, like I'm sure this person is just like. It just likes the way you look unless you have some wildly misleading pictures. uh, I think you'll be good, you know, like unless you just completely like fabricated a new person for your pictures on your dating app, which you shouldn't do. uh, I, I do think you'll be fine. He's probably like, he doesn't have that many things to focus on. And it's like, unfortunately, I think society wise, everyone's kind of more based on like, you do kind of compliment people's appearances more so than anything else. Like it also, I think maybe feels a little more serious to be like, wow, I really like you or you're really funny. Or like, I could talk to you all day or like anything like that, because like, that sounds like a little bit too eager so he's yeah. probably sticking with the like, damn, you're so hot because one, he thinks you're so hot. And two, that's kind of just like the accepted thing to start off complimenting, really. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's like it's it's really his only like medium. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like all he's seen is is pictures yeah. of you. And that's really all he has to comment. Not saying that, like, you're not engaging in conversation or anything, but it's like if someone compliments the way you look, regardless of ulterior motives or whatever Take the compliment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And hopefully it's not one of those things where it's like everything is like a it turns into a physical compliment. Like if that if that's the thing, it's like maybe maybe break it off, but not because you think you're not gonna live up to it. Maybe because mm-hmm. like he's a bit much. Yeah, like he but, could just be fishing for nudes or like some Skype sex. 
Yeah, I mean that's it's like if if you're really worried about it and 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 don't want to fucking invest time and stuff or or emotion into this guy, you know, maybe have a Skype date. Cuz like there's no better way to see what someone looks than than in person obviously, but but also, you know, do <laughs> do a live thing cuz like, you know, camera angles uh, cheat things, but no one looks good on the webcam. <laughs> it's true. So, right? Yeah, that's so, like, the thing. Like if you if you are that worried that he's going to show up see you and leave, then maybe meet yourself halfway, do like a FaceTime session. And like, if he's just like, oh shit, that is not the person I saw. Then you guys can fizzle out over Bumble instead of in person or whatever. Like if that's your massive fear. But like for me, it seems like you need to get over that fear because like, fuck it. If you show up and it doesn't work out, what's, what's the harm? If you like this person, it's worth the risk. Yeah, I exactly. Don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot before you've even like taken your first step. Yeah. See what plays out. Like I said, we're all just fucking wasting time anyway until this is all over. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh no, you, you invested all your time in this guy. And when you yeah. could have been investing your time in, you know, fucking binge watching Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Cause I'm sure you're already binge watching Dawson's Creek. Like all of us are. Binge watching. Like let's agent Tinka. Who are you fucking like? Oh no, not who you fucking, who are you trying to lie to? <laughs> No one, we're all in isolation. I'm sorry, I'm still fucking wrapped up on the mattress question. I know. I got I does she live in the toilet? We don't know. Um <laughs> but yeah, like honestly for me, it sounds like you're getting hung up on like the fear of failure. Um, but if you stop if you cut things off now, you've already failed. So it's like you're not doing yourself any favors, you're just removing the chance of not failing. So like fuck it. If you show up like Unless, as I said, you have some wild ass pictures on your account that does not represent it of you whatsoever. And in that case, fix that. <laughs> yeah. You know, but other, I doubt that's the case. Uh, so just, you know, show up, give it a chance. This sounds great. So don't, don't fuck it up for no reason. Yeah. Just, just trust yourself. Enjoy. Revel in, in, in the attention. Be cool. Yeah. You're, you're fine. If, if this person doesn't like you for whatever reason, whether it's, you know, a, a physical thing or not, then, like we said, it's 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 their loss. Yeah, it's it's no it's no big deal because you're awesome, and this person gets to see it. You know oh, what I mean? They're, they're apparently you're it. fine. You're yeah. fine. You're good. Yeah. No, just like take heart. Be go and enjoy this. It sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun. And also, like you guys have been talking so much that like that sounds like a really good thing too. You know what I mean? This doesn't sound like someone who's just in it to fuck. You know what I mean? Because there yep. are easier ways to do that. He could dip out of existence. And then once, you know, Trudeau's like, hey, we're coming out of hibernation. He'd be like, oh, I dropped my phone down the toilet and it took me four months to get a new one. You know, that's, <laughs> that's a way easier way to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, if he is just trying to like get his dick wet, then it's like, this is, that's commitment. You know yeah, I mean? like to be like, hey, this might be like three months of text game just to fuck one person. Yeah, and guess what? That just means you're really, really hot. Yeah, that's just great. Even better compliment. Yeah, no, you're good. Just go and enjoy this. Don't don't ruin it for yourself for no reason. Yeah, take this time. I think we all have a blessing in disguise here, where we can start deciding that when we get out of quarantine, we can be like, you know what? Fuck it you know let's get over this fear of rejection or fear of failure fear of commitment whatever you know what i mean be like hey when i get out i'm gonna give this guy a shot yeah and it's and it's a time to sort of like grow as a as people we we have time to sort of reflect we're alone with our thoughts for you know however many hours we're awake in a day so now's the time to sort of be like all right i don't have to worry about this i don't have to worry about that i can just sort of focus on me so take a moment and be like hey when you get out of quarantine trust yourself Mm -hmm. realize that that you're uh, an amazing person you're attractive you're um desired worthwhile and 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 just sort of move forward believing that and if someone doesn't if someone doesn't see it it, that's fine fuck it it. who cares yeah you don't know much about this person and if they're that dumb fuck it you know what i mean their opinion shouldn't mean anything to you really so yeah unless it's good shit and if it's good shit great also we've spent long enough not touching people let's go out and touch some fucking people i know so go out there and just, you know... Just touch him. Just touch him. Just get touched, yeah. be touched, and do some touching. Consensually, all consensually, yes. oh, please. God. I'm right. worried that... Have you, ever, have you ever read and or seen the movie Perfume? Uh, no. So at the end of it, 
he like creates a perfume that like arouses people so much that they all just sort of like literally tear each other apart during an orgy. And I'm kind of worried that's what the end of COVID is going to look like. Uh, cool spoiler warning, bud. I mean, it's an old ass book. Whoa, okay, great. <laughs> um, yeah, no, 100%. Like, our days are numbered. Yeah, this is, we're going to get out. And the first time you, like, see people and realize that, like, oh, hey, it's safe to touch you. It's going to be a fucking fuck fest. Like, everywhere. You're worried about your bed lady? Dude. Hey, guess what? Everything you own is going to be covered in semen, and not just your husband's. Literally everyone. There's no escaping this. This is going to be a tidal wave tsunami of cum. Can you imagine, like, the first night back, like, the first Friday night in Toronto, especially if it's summer? It's going to oh be God. There's going to be hell. It's gonna, there's going to be so many shootings. Oh, God. I hope not. But, yeah. like, can you imagine being in, like, Croc Rock or something? Oh it's just going to be like bros unleashed and not in a good way. It's going to be horrendous. You're going to walk in and be pregnant. Like that's <laughs> just how, how much, even if you're a man, yeah. like even if you do not have a uterus, you're going to walk in and be just so filled with like the spirit of cum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for listening. It's, it's always a pleasure. We, we, I look forward to this. I don't know what now, but this is, this is hey. pretty much what I anchor my week around. Now. You. I love you. I, I mean, I love you too. Yeah. But I'm saying, I don't know how much more you have going on than me. I love you. Why are you suggesting <laughs> I love you? I, that's not what I said at all. Oh my God, Dane. I was implying that you might have a more structured week than me. Uh, you, you go to bed before 4 a.m. Yeah, but you also work and do things in the morning. I don't. Yeah. I play video games pretty much for 12 hours and then go to sleep. Fair. Anyway, I love Either you. Way. You heard it here first, people. I also love you. Oh, God. And we, and we love you. We do. Uh, thank you for coming back and listening to us. Uh, if anyone wants to share their like podcast listening routine to us, that'd be cool. Because like everyone's routine is all fucked up now because they're all at home. So like, if there's a new way you listen to us, let us know. I don't know. I'd be interested in hearing that. Yeah, it's tough because I used to listen to podcasts on my commute to work. And mm-hmm. now that I no longer have a job, yeah, um, I, I don't. I don't get to listen to as many podcasts. So thankfully I've caught up with most of the ones I listen to. So I only have like one or so or, you know, one a day and I'm good. This is the closest I come to a job right now. So yeah. Hey. <laughs> Casper, come on. Casper. <laughs> uh, um, thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvard cities for their song paper stars, which I did say twice last week, Dane, didn't I? You, you definitely did. Ha. Um, and if you have a question you want to uh, send in to us, you can find us on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore Buddies. You can t- um, email us at FBuddiesPodcast at gmail.com or you can find us online at FBuddiesPodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca. Hell yeah. All right. You ready for some beautiful, beautiful I'm already picture? getting comfortable. Oh. oh, this is by JK Rowling. What? All right, so this is the casual vacancy. He retained a memory of her bare pink vulva. It was as though Father Christmas had popped up in their mist. (laughs) He forced his way inside her, determined to accomplish what he had come for. Crystal moaned a little. Her head thrown back, her nose became broad and snout-like. I'm sorry, but if the second I looked (laughs) at a woman's vagina or, you know, pubic region, and I was like, damn, that looks like Santa. Right? My first... My first thought would not be, I'm going to stick my dick in there. Yeah. Like what does this, this person likes Christmas way too much or hates yeah. Christmas. I don't know. Cause he wants to <laughs> yeah. just pierce Santa with his penis. What part imagine, of Santa does it look like? Can you imagine having sex with someone and being like, damn, when she throws her head back, her nose looks like a snout. Hey what? man, you look like a pig. Yeah. Now that's a weird thing to laugh at. Don't laugh at that. Be like, hey, oh. what are you laughing at? Oh, it's because you look like a fucking pig. Oh also, my God. your vagina is Santa. I'm fucking Santa right now. <laughs> what if she had just read this? and She was like, does he think of Santa? Does he think I have a snout? And then immediately after he laughed. Oh my God. Now we know why no one fucks in Harry Potter. I don't. Are you ready for the final uh, Pornhub comment? You know I am. Um, this one is, is throwback to an old bit I used to do. Um, this is a porn critic, 6969. There's good acting in the beginning, but male counterpart needs some assistant. Hot accent adds to the experience. A bulbous bottom and a good blowjob with a nice touch of a lick up from the female was good. Atrocious angles and uncomfortable awkwardness didn't help. Kind of ruined the vibe, but enjoyed seeing safety practice. No cum shot. Five out of ten. 
<laughs> My name is Dan Miller. And I'm Miles Payne. And we are your fuck buddies. Stay safe.